0: On the Jacob Beershaw, I'm so happy to have on Pete Nelson, as you know him, the Treehouse Master. How are you doing today?
1: Doing great, Jacob. Thanks for calling. I'm happy to be on your show.
0: Thank you so much. And my apologies for anybody who's listening. I'm in a bigger room than normal because with studying in the finals week at Purdue, it's a little bit hectic. So where we could find room, I had to find room. So I hope you can hear me fine, as well as our listeners. Again. So take us through. You're from Ridgewood, New Jersey. Um, I actually know somebody from Ridgewood, a friend of mine uh, at Purdue. And you um, started out loving trees and tree houses as young as when you lived in New Jersey. Take us through what that was like and how your fantasy grew into reality.
1: Jacob, uh, boy, that's going back a long way because I have now gotten into my 60s and I lived in New Jersey from, you know, I, for some reason, I remember dates really well, but we moved up from Tom's river, New Jersey to Ridgewood when I was three and we took off when I was nine, my dad got a job, actually same company, but they transferred him overseas for a few years. We were outside of of Brussels and Belgium of all places. And, um, but in New Jersey, absolutely the trees, they were so beautiful. Ridgewood, even as a kid, well, I guess, you know, my dad was a, forestry major at syracuse university in, in upstate new york and so he always had a fondness for trees and he would point out all the beautiful trees that we were among in ridgewood and and uh really was the influence behind the first tree house that that we built together i think i was about seven years old and we built a tiny little tree house in the backyard of our tiny little house in ridgewood new jersey and it stuck with me you know i just remember so clearly having that first place that was my own you know a certain sovereignty to it my own rules my own little world and uh and it stuck with me for for forever really i mean I, I i i was always interested in small structures that i could create myself um even even in that elementary school age i recall dreaming up what my you know my next bigger treehouse was going to be like and I could even I mean, it's it's boring stuff. I hate to say it, but it was. I mean, it went then again, it was. I was going to build a zoo in the trees. I was going to have a whole zoo. That was that was my fantasy. Just create this place for animals to all hang out up in the trees with me, and that didn't happen. <laughs> wow.
0: So take us through. You know, you've you were you've been doing tree houses and you start to this day after the show and before the show. Did. Animal Planet reach out to you? How did that process all work?
1: Yeah, so in in college times, uh, you know, I I went off and had a great education, went to a place called Colorado College in Colorado Springs and was an economics major of all things. And I was sort of thinking to myself at the age of, you know, tender age of 22, about probably where you are somewhere, Jacob, and, you know, what do you do with your life? And I realized that as a you know an economic if you were going to become an economist for instance that life was going to be uh, a tough one for me I didn't I think I was done with school I knew I was done with school but I also knew I was good I had a certain aptitude working with my hands I was a in the summer times I would work with a carpenter and I learned you know the basic skills of carpentry and I found it really just so enjoyable you know creating things with your hands and being able to look at what you did at the end of the day and and it was so appealing that um around that same time I decided that I would there was another person in my life that came and played this wonderful game of squash with us like um you know we it's a racket sport and some of you probably know it but this guy would show up at two o'clock in the afternoon at the college campus and play squash with us and I and I had to find out, what, what is it that you do that you can free up at this hour of the day? And he was a home builder, and he built single-family homes. Ed Biggs, great guy. And so he he inspired me to go off in this direction rather than you know head to Wall Street or wherever it was that you were supposed to go after such a nice uh, education. I chose the path that I knew I had maybe a little bit of um, – aptitude in you know building and and design you know he would he would design the houses that he built and so so i made a deal with my sweet wife judy that i was already together with um that if we moved to the rainy northwest i could become a builder a single family home builder and she took the deal we got here in 1987 and um it wasn't long before i was kind of dreaming about tree houses again you know i loved design i like building houses but houses when when you've got a little bit of add and a little bit of the h part in there too i i was finding myself getting bored by the time that the house was framed even you know like i I wanted something a little more quick something i could create quickly and execute quickly and a tree house um was always sort of in the back of my mind even even since i was a kid you know so so it was at that time that I thought let me let me build tree houses I'll figure out a way to do this if I can i mean it it seems silly, and it was because you know people didn't really imagine tree houses the way that that I think we do now, but um you know, I had this idea that I'd love a a, a space in the trees, a conditioned space you know you could keep it warm, you could be up in the trees, you could create a, a comfortable spot, maybe a place to lie down, a little desk to write stuff on and you know the, you know a young person could actually experience and enjoy not not houses. kids tree houses are great but they're for kids you know let's let's think of something that we could go up into and you know write write a novel or you know love letters at least poetry music and uh and that's what stuck with me so i i was sure perse- I, I was I, I didn't let this idea drop, even though that it became quite clear that there wasn't much of a market for it. You know, in the early days, people were saying, well, you know, I've got 800 bucks and not that 800 bucks isn't a lot of money, but it wasn't enough to really build what I had in mind. So so I recruited a few uh, actually friends from from college days and, and even earlier, you know, maybe their parents would put a treehouse at the place they've got up on the island or up in Vermont or. You know, wouldn't that be great to have an extra bedroom? And you know, I convinced a few people to do it that way. And and it took some years, but um, you know, by 2011, Animal Planet came calling, and that's when that's when it kind of really took off.
0: And was it tough?
1: I mean, still today,
0: I mean, I've requested to have you on my show. Is it tough ever getting recognized? Like, does it ever hit you hard? Like, I'm out at dinner and somebody's asking for a photo, and I'm just this guy who <laughs> and houses and I have the show, and now. Millions of use came in with that. Is that ever tough?
1: Yeah, no, never. I mean, come on. I am a treehouse builder. It's the greatest thing ever. People want to talk treehouses. You know, you'll get a sense of it right now, Jacob. I can talk treehouses until I'm blue in the face. I mean, every way you slice a treehouse, it's great. Well, okay, with the exception of trying to get permits, okay? Permits are a pain in the rear end. That's all there is to it. So, but outside of that, you know, major component, you're you're in the woods. You're using your hands. You've got buddies around you. Your family, ideally, you know, creating these spaces is magical. It's just such a joy. And and so when I'm out and people might recognize me, it it's a pleasure. You know, I'm a I'm the treehouse guy. I could be I could be pegged with a whole lot worse. You know.
0: <laughs> For sure. And a couple other questions. Um, one is, what a ad- what advice would you have? Um, for somebody who wants to build a treehouse, but they don't want to spend ten million dollars. It's not that much, but some are though. Um, uh, you know, but they don't. Maybe yeah, they can yeah. $10 million yeah. dollars grand, but they could spend twenty to thirty grand, which is not the budget that you work with. What would you tell them to put in their treehouse? To for uh, for fifty grand, we would say, you know, what would you advise? Chairs, a little bar.
2: Oh,
1: okay. Well. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think you got to get back to the basics, which is trees grow, you know, they, they grow at the tips, so they, they don't grow up, they get fatter, greater in girth, you know, and they grow at their tips. So they grow, they grow taller and so forth, but your tree house, if you lock that in at 10 feet, let's say your treehouse isn't growing and going up relative to the ground, your tree's getting fatter. So keep that in mind and the trees move, you know, they're not moving, like they're moving in the wind, right? They're moving a little bit. And, and so with that in mind, you've got to think of flexibility. So creating your treehouse platform is the important part to think about.
2: Yes, you could have so much fun imagining what your beautiful creation is going to look like, whether it's got, you know, kitchens and bathrooms and et cetera. But the key is trees grow and trees move. And so you need a flexible and strong platform you know you might build something extra small up there you know big enough to have a chair and a desk maybe a place to lie down that's ideal and a little deck to look out over your whatever you're looking over and um and that would be the the essence of a treehouse right there that typically doesn't weigh too terribly much so you don't have to worry um about wait you know it's, it's hard for me to say that because people get carried away including myself all the time so you know your tree house you got to think in terms of like what is a structural engineer going to tell you like i've had plenty of times talking people out of you know creating beams that are way too small you know they're if you're going to span 12 feet let's say from one tree to the next your beam wants to be something that's closer to a a six by twelve than a two by four. You know what I mean? Um, you want you want to be you want to be airing on the high side, the the uh the beefier side, and your in the in the members that are making up your platform. And then if you're connecting two trees, you know one tree is going to move one way and the other is going to move the other. So that's where the flexibility needs to happen. And I would suggest you know you just go online, you look and you see what this you know, the latest way of connecting your your tree house to the trees is. And it, you know, there's a little bit of work there. And it's it's fun. I mean, that kind of research is is important and, and it would serve anyone well to just take a little time and you know look at what that hardware looks like. I mean, we love to sell our hardware. We have a business of selling hardware. There's other people that sell hardware. So you know, you don't have to just go to our place, but but by all means do some research, determine the size of the platform that you're going to be creating. And then what you put on top of that is, you know, the sky's the limit, literally, you can just create something as simple as, as a little shed or as extravagant as the Taj Mahal. For sure. Good point.
0: And then kind of my last question is, um, do you ever plan to retire or do you plan to continue doing this for as long as possible? (laughs) I think that's a good question, Jacob. That's so. I I haven't heard you answer that yet, so uh, I thought I'd. I love
2: it. I love it. You know, it's funny because um, I have I have so many exciting things that I'm working on, and I'm only 61 years old, so retirement is not in the plans. And for that matter, if if it feels like this, and it's felt like this forever, it feels good. It feels fun. It's you know challenging. Plenty of challenges in this little world that we've that we're in, creating these little and sometimes not so little dreams for people and and so um retirement i I love the idea of of relaxing at some point, but uh no time soon, no time soon
0: <laughs>
2: interesting,
0: wow, and one last question I just want to sneak in there. Um, have you ever built a tree house in Indiana
2: Indiana? Boy, we did. Um, where was that? It was Sturgis, Is Sturgis in Indiana. There's uh, not the Sturgis where the motorcycle. Um, a long, long, long time ago, we built a kind of a Swiss Family Robinson treehouse there. Um, I can barely hear you, Justin. Are you getting closer to the microphone? But did you say yes? There's a Sturgis. Yes. Okay. Well, we did. We got that one. I think we've we've built in. Um, uh, we we added up the states we've built in something like 33 states and seven countries at this point crazy wow that is that's, that's a lot crazy. i've been doing it for a long time though wow
0: well i appreciate you coming on the jacob beer show today uh, i had to ask of course it's the third to last question because i don't want to ask the same questions as every other interviewer so i got to be unique in my way so. that's nice Well, I appreciate you coming on and thank you so much.
2: Thank you, Jacob. You have a great day.